We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. F-A-N. Keith McPherson on the fan. KM to 2 a.m. A two-hour show tonight. The Yankees played. The Yankees won 5-4. to four. We're going to talk mostly about that. The Mets were off. But congrats to the Mets. The Braves lost. So uh, that lead is now one and a half. Go handle business in Anaheim. I'm warning you, if you don't handle business, Anaheim will sneak up on you. And the Yankees handled business even though it got a little bit shaky. So I'll walk you through my day, my time. Uh, I've started to go to the game now as actual like press media and bring my MacBook and like take notes and act like I'm writing an article and blend in with the media and sit in the you know media press box and you know act like I'm there to work. <laughs> I am there to work, right? I have to watch the game and know what happened and formulate thoughts and uh, things that I want to talk about when I go to work right after. But for the most part, man, I've been coming to Yankee Stadium for a decade plus as a fan. And uh, I'm just used to being with the fans. So hold that thought. The game starts at 7.15. Starts a little bit later, 10 minutes later. First pitch, 7.15. Started right on time. Jamison Tyone looked good right away. Michael Waka Flocka looked good too. He's keeping his pitch count down. Uh, it looked like a pitcher's duel to start. They were rolling, and man, it is something to see. It is quite the scene to see how baseball fans, Yankees fans, in Yankee Stadium are reacting to every pitch that Aaron Judge sees. It gets quiet in there, and uh, as soon as there's a ball thrown, boo! And, you know, Michael Walker at first, I'm like, I think he's just trying to pitch to him. He's trying to set him up. Then he spiked one, everyone's booing, and he walked. He walked him twice, and... Like, all right, you know, Alex Cora said he was going to challenge Judge. He said they were going to go at him. They were going to compete. I'm like, maybe it was all mind games. Judge ended up walking three times tonight. I'm like, maybe it was all mind games, right? That's what we say to the media. Then when we get there, we know there's nobody that can actually challenge him, so they're not going to really throw the ball in the zone. But they did. They did. He ended up striking out once, and then we all know he put that ball uh, pretty far it is high, it is far, it is not gone. I was thinking about that. I was right behind home plate when that happened. I was filming at Keith McPherson on Twitter. You got to see the video I have on Twitter and the ladies' reaction that I catch. <laughs> I was thinking, man, if this ball lands in Monument Park, Yankee security is going to retrieve it. No one gets it. <laughs> it didn't land there. So we wait for tomorrow or Saturday, or Sunday, or whenever it comes. But back to the game. Jamison Tyone was solid, man. Jamison Tyone said, hey, don't forget about me when you're thinking about postseason starters. J-Mo goes out there six innings, four hits, eight strikeouts. Take a shot at J-Mo on a Thursday night. You got to hand the ball over. And uh, (laughs) before we hand the ball over, the Yankees did have a lead. The Yankees, led by Giancarlo Stanton, Well, first, Kyle Higashioka got us on the board with a sack fly. Oswaldo Cabrera on base. Oswaldo is a guy that I'm just like, okay, he's part of this. He has to stay. He can't go anywhere. Giancarlo Stanton, stay hot. Homers, that ball just gets out. And then bottom six, Yankees are up 3-0. And uh, we get into the seventh inning, and I look at the clock, the little Armatron clock, clock on the scoreboard. I'm sitting in the press area right next to my guy, Sweeney Murdy. BXB podcast, check it out. Keith McPherson, Sweeney Murdy on Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. So I'm talking to Sweeney, and I did the thing that you're not supposed to do. Speak things into existence or talk about baseball as if baseball is not going to baseball. And I said, man, this game started at 7.15. It was 9.12. 
And I said, oh, we're cruising along tonight. A later start? We might be out of here early, though. And then I looked to my right, and Sweeney's looking at me through his glasses like, you did not just say that. <laughs> and uh, Clark Schmidt comes into the game, and Clark Schmidt proceeds to give it up. And then the game is tied. And I'm like, oh, I got it. I got to go. I got to get out of here, man. Uh, sorry, Sweeney. Sweeney's like, if I'm on air after 12 o'clock at night because you jinxed this, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I don't belong here. I'm not supposed to be in the media area. I'm supposed to be with the fans turning up, watching the game with the bleacher creatures, with the rest of the homies, with the rest of the guys out there. Let me go. And, of course, I packed a Yankee hat, so... I get on the elevator, I go down, and I go to 203, say what's up to everybody in 203, put my hat on, and I sit down. And the Yankees are losing now. It is uh, 4-3, but in the bottom of the eighth, Stanton gets on. Next thing you know, a couple things get going. Tim LaCastro safe at second. I was looking online, man. I was happy that I didn't watch the game because I did not want to ever, I don't want to ever listen to John Smoltz call a game. I saw people saying that John Smoltz was trying to, like, will Tim LaCastro's hand to come off the base, and he was just annoying all night. But he was safe. He was safe. And then Harrison Bader. Good to have you, man. Harrison Bader, sack fly to center field. Tim LaCastro scores. Turn the place back up. Give me three. In the bleachers, section 203, you know who is gang by when the Yankees score if they give you three. Anyway. Now we're in a tie game, and uh, I'm sitting out there like, okay, good. I knew I had to I had to switch my vantage point. I had to switch my view. Now we're rolling. And uh, <laughs> I didn't want to be sitting out there for a potential judge, Homer. I'm not trying to catch the ball. I'm not trying to be in a dog pile. I'm not trying to be surrounded by any people. So after we tie the game up, I move back to home plate. I see the judge, Homer. Nope, wasn't a Homer. Looked like a Homer. Felt like a Homer. Almost Homer. And I hit the door. And then as I'm waiting for the train, and of course I go downstairs waiting on the D train, and it's a 12-minute wait. I'm like, 12 minutes? I could have watched more of the game 12 minutes. Waiting down here for 12 minutes. But before that 12 minutes was up, someone said, hey, the Yankees just walked off. Josh Donaldson, the Yankees win. And I checked my phone, and my guy Stat Pat Mac. Stat, Stat Pack Matt from MLB Network. Matt, we got to work on that nickname. I don't think that's a good one. Stats Matt, Matt Stats. He says the 2022 season began with the Josh Donaldson walk-off single against the Red Sox. And now the Yankees clinch a 2022 playoff spot with a Josh Donaldson walk-off single against the Red Sox. I got to put respect on Josh Donaldson's name. It's been an interesting ride with Josh Donaldson this year. But he walks it off. And then Sweeney Murdy can start his uh, prep for the pregame and do his thing and not be mad at me. And the Yankees don't end up playing 13, 14 innings and staying there all night. But shout out to Josh Donaldson. After his uh, paternity leave, he's come back with some extra dad strength. He's hitting, and he was making a ton of plays at third. Uh, I've come around on a guy. You know, I just was looking at him like, this guy is not producing enough to be such a loud mouth to draw so much attention. But now it seems like he's toned down some of that barking and trash talk, and he's just delivering. He had a couple knocks tonight. Three knocks tonight? I think that walk-off ended up being his third knock. Yep, three knocks, one RBI to win the game, and uh, can't be mad at that. Stan doing it, can't be mad at that. Glaber Torres, I'm not mad at you either. Glaber had some hard-hit balls. They were just, uh, you know, hit dead center, hit right to a guy. But this team, man, this team knows that all of the attention right now is around Judge. And other guys are stepping up to take the pressure off a of Judge and get it done. And a win is a win is a win and is, is a win. It's another win, another walk-off win. I'll check the stats. I'm sure that's a high number of walk-off wins this year. And something I say about walk-off wins, looking at this team, I remember the 2009 season, there was a ton of walk-off wins. And a team that walks off is a team that never says die. They fight back. 27 outs. They're not out of it until you put them out. And that's just a good sign going into October. Like I said, the vibes in there were already turning to October. People with hoodies. You feel the wind, the chill in the air. I can't wait for it. I'm ready for it. The Yankees have won four in a row. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. 91-58. and 58, And just clinched a spot in the postseason. You can get your postseason gear You can order your postseason shirts and hoodies and hats, but 
They're not popping champagne tonight. There are much bigger goals. Now, when you call me up, I'm sure we'll talk about the game, but we'll talk about Apple TV Plus a little bit. I'll give you my thoughts and take on the Apple TV Plus thing. Of course, the way the baseball gods are set up, Judge does not hit 61 tonight. And there now is a higher percentage chance that he does it on Apple TV Plus. So be it. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about Miguel Andujar, like I said, and guys like Clint Frazier and other guys. like the, You know, they got no value for Miguel Andujar and Clint Frazier. Those are two guys that were protected like, oh, we can't trade them. They're a part of the future. And now, you know, you end up DFAing them because of different moves and things you got to do, right? You got to bring uh, Scott Efros back. And we didn't even see Efros, right? That's another thing with this game. Efros was warming up when it was a 3 nothing game. Then the game turns 4-3, and they don't use him. We end up going to Chapman, who, if you listen to BXB or if you listen to me at all, I'm good on Chapman, bro. I'm good on it. Like, I just, I, like, DFA Chapman. <laughs> like, I know they're not going to DFA Chapman or Aaron Hicks. They die hard on their contracts. But when I see Chapman out there, I'm just like, this guy knows he doesn't have it. Uh... You know, he's he he did all right tonight, and I think the last time he was out there, but I just look at Chapman as a guy past his time. These are the last of his days as a Yankee. Uh, he's, he just doesn't excite me going out there. Uh, when I hear Chapman is warming up, I have PTSD. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is going to get worse, but whatever. Lou Trevino got out of uh, his jam. Oh, Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes looking like Clay Holmes. Big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. So I guess we can't be too worried about the bullpen if Clay can keep looking like Clay and being uh, a solid closer. But it's a it's a good talking point for tonight if you have some concerns about the bullpen. There's a lot of question marks and undefined roles and, and guys we need to see. But all in all, the Yankees find a way to win again. Like I said, baseball is amazing, man. T- to go from where we were this winter talking about the lockout and then actually locking out and then thinking we were going to get a 145-game season, we get 162, and we get a historic season, one that people are calling the best-hitting season by a player ever in Aaron Judge. He's on the first-place Yankees. The Yankees are going back to the postseason. They have, what, a seven-and-a-half-game lead in first now? So you're looking at the Yankees like, okay, next is uh, to clinch the AL East. Excited for that, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys tonight. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up, 877-337-6666. So should we break now or should we phone a couple phones and then we can break? Okay, cool. Since we just came from the top of the hour, let's uh, roll into the conversations. Another conversation we have to have, Harrison Bader. How fun is he to watch? Not just playing center field, but definitely playing center, center field. The guy is, he's better than, you know, most of the center fielders we've seen over the last few years. But... He's a spark plug, you know, at the plate, uh, even at at second base. I was watching him at second base. I said to Sweeney, I was like, has he stolen a base for the Yankees yet? I'm like, he looks like he wants to steal a base. Man, he's he's athletic. He's fast. Uh, There was a play where he hit the ball to Devers, and I'm like, Devers got no shot. This guy is burning it down the first. It's good to have that speed, right? You got the power and the strength with Judge and Stanton and Rizzo and Donaldson. You know, strength punishes, but speed kills. It's great to have... Uh, a guy like Harrison Bader in the mix. I don't hear anybody mentioning Jordan Montgomery's name now. You don't have to give it up for Cashman, but you got to put a little bit of respect on Cashman's name for making that move and adding this kid to this team right before October. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, like I said, he he was mid when he was here. I'm glad that he's turned into a better starter in the NL Central, but it wasn't going to work here. It never really worked that great here. And uh, when you're looking at the starters now, right, you see Seve come back yesterday. And I just said, J-Mo's like, hey, I'd, I'd like a postseason start because you see Seve come back and we automatically start talking about Cole, Nestor, Seve, and then the last spot being between J-Mo or Herman. Garrett Cole on the mound tomorrow. Uh, we'll get to that as well. I don't have to give you guys topics. You guys watch the Yankees. You guys watch the team. Go to the stadium too. You know what to talk about. Man, I am glad those ground into double plays did not kill us today. What, they have like three or four ground into double plays? I'm like, this is this was from last year, the 2021 Yankees. Let's not do this. The Red Sox are the dead Sox. They're just here to get beat, and they did. And uh, we got to keep rolling, taking the series, and uh, do what we got to do out here, man. It's a good time. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a, a lot of fun. I saw none of the Thursday night football game, if you want to talk about that, if you're calling up to talk about uh, – the Steelers versus the Browns. I saw none of that. On the train, I did see that 
last second attempt to, you know, do the lateral play and get downfield, and that turned into a fumble in the end zone. Bad beat. Bad beat. Bad beat for you betters out there. But, all right, I think I've said enough. I will fill us in and fill in the blanks the rest of the way. Call me up, 877-337-6666. We got people on the phone. Let's go to them. Leading off, it's Pinstripe Pete in New Haven. What's up, bro? Hey, Keith, how you doing? Long time uh, since I talked to you. Um, how you been, man? Um, not bad. Uh, real excited. Um, going to the game tomorrow night. Be sitting in uh, Section 203 again with my friends uh, for the first night of my bachelor party. Oh, awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see you tomorrow night, bro. Yeah, but I've, I've been saying all week uh, – that he's gonna that he's gonna do it tomorrow night, and I I, I truly believe he's gonna if he's gonna hit one in one game, I think he's gonna hit sixty one and sixty two tomorrow night, both uh, both historic home runs in one night, and that would that would really be awesome. I mean, I'm I'm with it. I I've said all season my favorite vibe at Yankee Stadium is Friday night vibes in the boogie down Bronx. My favorite day to go to a game is Friday, and uh, I think there was forty three thousand in attendance tonight. There was 46 yesterday. That was the big night everybody wanted to go to and see because of the, you know, Stan walk-off and, and Ty and Babe. And there was 40,000 uh, on the night that happened. So 40,000, 46,000, 43,000. I think we're going to tick back up to over 45,000 tomorrow night. A Friday night, uh, Boston Red Sox Premium Series. You said you've already planned, you know, your, your bachelor party. There's a bunch of people that already had these tickets, not knowing that Judge would be chasing 61, 62. So... It's uh, it's gonna be a party at uh, 161st Street. Yeah, and like, and, and watching the games on TV, I can see the crowd just into it. It's got that playoff atmosphere. I can't wait. Talking about Stanton, I knew uh, the other night when he hit his grand slam, like, you can just tell that he he was he was in the slump and he needed a big moment right there to come through to really snap him out of it. And these past couple of years, he's been, you know, Stanton's been a very streaky dude. He he has those. Those cold streaks, and then when he gets on a tear, he gets on a tear, and he's he's. I think right now he's going to be on a tear at the right time. Yeah, right before the playoffs. Hey Donaldson, he, he, when you have continue. you have your number four hitter and number five hitter coming through, six hits combined tonight, and uh, three RBI. I'll take it. Yeah, and the last uh, is Bader. Um, I was having a uh, good conversation with my friend. He was uh, all about not getting rid of Montgomery and how good he was doing with the Cardinals. And I told him, just wait. Just wait till Bader gets here. He's going to be a spark plug, which he's already shown he is. He's going to – that gold glove defense in center field is already shown, too. Uh, he brings extra life. And tonight with that sacrifice fly, they manufacture that game-tying run with the Castro steal on the base, going to third on the grounder to, on the grounder to the right side, and then Bader first pitch swinging. Just putting the ball in the outfield to tie in the game. Yep. That's what they need, too, just not the home run. Situational hitting, knowing what to do. Yep. What else you got, Pinstripe Pete? We're going to keep the line rolling. So uh, I got uh, well, for my for my party tomorrow, I'm going to be wearing kind of a crazy shirt. It's, uh, I try to get a Yankees, uh, a Yankees Hawaiian shirt, uh, but my uh, my fiance, of course, had to put her in, have a, have her say in it, so she's got her couple of uh, pictures of her face posted all over the shirt, so I'll be repping that tomorrow. But <laughs> make I, sure, I, make I, sure you're I, in for roll call so you can uh, you can make the yeah. broadcast. <laughs> That's the plan. I got I got to get in line by like what's it like six o'clock now because the lines are so long. Yeah, Can't dude. I would. Uh, yeah, I'd start. I'd I'd get there. Make sure you're there an hour early and eye up the line. Um, I've been showing up the last couple of days. I was there a little bit earlier today, but I showed up right at seven. Two nights ago, it was a mob scene. Not like, like looked like postseason outside. And uh, tonight, when I showed up, it was packed too. And I was there at like six fifteen. So, uh, get the, try and get there around six. By six. Yeah, that's that's the plan. And uh, I got uh, a couple of my friends are coming for the first time too. So, I'll take them to stands and stuff and kind of, you know, do the whole pregame thing and then. And then we'll get in. Nice Have to, man. To... Get out there by five. Get yourself a good hour in to get some beers. Show the boys the spots, and uh, we'll have a good time, man. I'll see you soon. All right, Keith. Thank you. Pinstripe Pete, Section 203. I met Pete, I think, two seasons ago. I know he was definitely in 203 with me when the Astros first came back last year, and uh, the world heard the old uh, F. Altuve. We were, we were getting it in. We were getting it all the way in, and then, uh, you know, even tonight I heard somebody try and start an FL2V chat, and I'm like, 
what have we done? There's Yankees fans that missed that opportunity and they get their one chance to come to the stadium the year after and yell Altuve's name. Enough of that. And enough of the wave. Brian Hoke, don't you put that evil on me. Brian Hoke tweeted out that Keith was doing the wave. There's no video evidence of that. No one saw me doing that. And I was sitting in 203, which is impossible to do the wave there. So stop lying on my name, Brian. No, it's all jokes for for Twitter. Because <laughs> he put out a tweet about Aroldis Chapman getting booed and then the fans doing the wave. Like, yeah, he got booed. He came out and then... um. Fans are doing the wave because there's a ton of fans that are there that are not, like, diehard fans. I feel like if you listen to WFAN, you're more than a casual fan. You have more than a casual interest. This time of year anyway attracts fans with casual interest, which is perfectly fine. I have some openings sometimes where I say casual fans, bandwagon fans, fairweather fans, like, all are welcome. But when you get that mix in the stadium, you get a guy reaching – uh, for a ball that Judge couldn't get to that homer. I don't think Judge would have robbed it. But that guy reaches and grabs the ball and he puts it in the air. Grown man celebrating that he's got the home run from the Red Sox. Like, bro, throw it back. <laughs> That's not something you want to celebrate. You got fans doing the wave and you got other fans that are like, you know, two nights ago, uh, Judge hits a double and they're like, oh, like, what, are you, what game are you watching? <laughs> oh, you just want to get your TikTok video of Judge hitting 61. I got it. Well, there's a game going on, and there's a pennant chase going on as well, and some of us are all the way locked in on that. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah! In here. KM to 2 a.m. KM, that's me, Keith McPherson, your nighttime host here at WFAN. Big time Yankees fan. Like, I'm not big time, but like, I like the Yankees big time. I spend big time at the stadium. I spend big time on like MLB.com and like Yes Network, at Bad App, you know. Stuff that Yankees fans do. You can find me at Billy's. You can find me at Stan's. You can find me at La Bodega, Gang 203. Find me in Legends, and you can even find me in the media area, man. I mean, I'm blessed to get there. I'm blessed to even have access to it. It's wild. This time last year, if someone would have told me I'd be watching uh, the Yankees sitting next to Sweeney Murdy, and, uh, you know, I met Joel Sherman today. I met Jeff Passan yesterday. Like, all the baseball media is in New York for Aaron Judge. Uh, I know they're usually there, but I I get excited when I see people I admire. Um, I get pumped up when I see people in baseball that write articles or cover baseball because I'm a fan. And I was a fan for a lot longer than I've been a part of the media. So, excuse me if I haven't completely changed. (laughs) I'm not going to change. And I did ask, I wondered, you know, what number it was walk-off-wise for the Yankees because I said, you know, in 2009 they did that a lot and then they end up winning a World Series and I think it's just a sign of a team that fights, a team that's got the right attitude, morale, temperament, like we're not done, we're never out of it, especially when you're home, man, especially when you're in Yankee Stadium, home field advantage. You've got 43,000 Yankees fans in there yelling and screaming, they got you, they have your back, they want to win. And the walk-off, bap, bap, that's awesome. That's a great feeling. So uh, my boy Julian, Julian uh, Jules sent to me a Marley Rivera post on Twitter that said a very pleasant tweet for Yankees fans. The Yankees are the sixth team since 1900 with at least 16 walk-off wins in a season. The last two teams to do it, the 1987 Twins and the 1997 Marlins, both won the World Series. <laughs> Boom. 
That's what I'm talking about. Like, it, it is a trait of a World Series team. So for all those people that are like, oh, this team's not going to win the World Series. This team can't win the World Series. We're, we're not necessarily saying that they're the favorites to win, but I like their chances. Not saying I'm going to bet $100 on the money line to win the World Series. and you know I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Is it money line? No, it's like a favorites thing at this point. You'd have to be in the World Series to bet the Yankees' money line. But if you did a futures bet right now, I don't know what the odds are on that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't put a futures bet right now on the Yankees. There's still some injuries going on. I saw DJ was out there doing some infield work. That's good to see. I don't know exactly what's going to go on with Carpenter and Benintendi. And I don't know what's going to go on with this bullpen. Wandy's got to sit down. And to me, it seems like one of those get right IL stints. Like, hey, bro, get some rest. Work on your mechanics and stuff. Uh, Take this time off the rest of the way. We'll see you soon. Get ready for October. And we'll see. I am so interested in seeing what this postseason roster looks like. You know, I'm so interested in seeing, you know, how many pitchers or what pitchers we have in the bullpen and who the starters are and who we carry and whatnot. And yeah. Yeah, it's almost that time. It's the most wonderful time. And at this time, we've got 90 minutes left, and I got to go to the phones because I like to talk to people. I'm a solo host. I don't have a co-host to bounce things off of or a co-host to take the mic. So you take the mic. Call me up, 877-337-6666. Let's do it. In Marlboro, Andrew, you are on the fan. Hey, Keith, thank you for taking my call, and you are spot on with uh, tonight's games analysis. I was there with my uh, son, Brandon, little father, son, Bonding, in the Audi Club. What a great time. I'll tell you what, Keith, I was most impressed with defense tonight. Uh, Judge, Donaldson, and Harrison Bader, even Connor Falefa, uh, they played good defense tonight. And then the other thing that really, really impressed me was the running game, especially LaCastro. I think that Boone pressed the right button. Stanton gets a single. You're out of there. Here comes LaCastro. I, I think that was the switch. Yeah. Bader was good on the bases. And uh, even Mar- Marlon Gonzalez, that was, a, that was a great move at the end. You didn't have much on the bench. You take Rizzo out. You put Gonzalez. You win the game. Uh, Rizzo doesn't score on that. You realize that. Rizzo yeah. doesn't score on that, on that yeah. uh, single, I don't think. I, I, I look at this team now coming together, and maybe because I'm a biased Yankees fan, but I'm like, is this the team that they were trying to build, right? Is this the team that... They envisioned, right, you know, more speed, more defense, uh, defensive runs saved. Man, when Judge made that throw, the MVP chance started, and I literally, I think I tweeted out, I'm like, carry that energy over to the plate, right? So he made that throw from right field, got him out at second. The cannon, he's got such an arm. And then I knew, okay, making a defensive play like that, that juice is going to carry over to the plate. He didn't hit it out, but he hit it pretty far. I think they said that that ball would have been out of, like, 15 of – 30 ballpark, so it, it would have been 61 yeah. elsewhere. Um, but, yeah, you, you, great analysis by you two. Defense, running the bases, smart baseball, sack flies, uh, just doing what they got to do to win the game, the will to win, figuring out a way to win. It's not going to be bludgeoning them all night. It's also not going to be just shut them out. The Red Sox, this is the rivalry. Like, they're going to compete. They're going to fight. They got some guys over there that can hit, too. Uh, luckily, the, their best hitter, or arguably their best hitter, Xander Bogarts, he struggled tonight. He went 0 for 5. His average is down to 314. Triple crown. Triple crown. We got to keep talking about that. I know everybody wants to talk about 61. But Aaron Judge winning the batting title and winning the triple crown and hitting 61 is insane. Andrew was supposed to say something. I don't, I don't know. I thought he was there. I can be long-winded at times, but I, I think that's the point. That's why <laughs> That's why I host. <laughs> Andrew, call back if you had anything to add. We got to keep the line moving, though. Young Josh out in Passaic, New Jersey on the fan. Young Jedi, what up? Hey, Keith, how you doing? I'm great. Another Yankees win. Four in a row. The homestand's been great. Packed house. Good energy in the Bronx so far. It's also funny, though, because as good as Judge could do, he could have five, six RBIs. The Yankees fans are still saying, oh, hit the home run, hit the home run, we get our money's worth. But, yeah, great win by them tonight. Even when judges hit a home run, they're starting to come together. Except Stanton's starting to come back. And, and you want that, especially when it's going to October time and Torres. And yeah, as a Yankee fan, as you're saying, you got to feel good right now. Yeah, you know what? 
every night they've seen home runs. Only one from Judge, but there's been plenty of home runs so far in these three games to start this homestand. And it's a team game. We understand that Judge is the MVP and the main attraction, but I love that the rest of these guys are getting it done and picking them up and, and seizing their opportunities with the you know the crowd watching and the world watching. And good to see the Phillies take the first game of the series because it reminded me that last time, the series before, when I was hoping the Phillies would win a few, the Braves ended up sweeping. It reminded me when I was a Giants fan, hoping the Commanders and the Redskins would lose to the Eagles and then he's singing the fly, Eagles fly right before the game. They decided to go to the back of quarterbacks past Hurts <laughs> and they end up losing. Yeah. Just took me back to that. Yeah, it's tough to root for, you know, your, your rivals, your enemies and, uh, you can't really count on them, but, you know, I saw Evan tweeting out, Mets fans for Phillies, and the Phillies are figuring it out. You know, they, they win one nothing and they knock the Braves down. I saw the uh, Orioles beat the Astros. Doesn't really do anything for the Orioles or Astros, but good to see that the Astros are human. Uh, stop them from getting win 100 tonight. And, yeah, it's that time of year. Guys are playing spoilers, or teams are playing spoilers, or teams are playing clinchers, and uh, we're wrapping this thing up. And with NFL, with Russell Wilson, so what do you think is going on with him right now? Because I, actually, one of my teachers showed me a, a, a link that in the first two games of the Broncos, uh, Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson pretty much had identical stats. you think Wilson will start improving or not going to take them too far in a loaded division? N- n- well, two things. Nathaniel Hackett, first-year head coach, who was an offensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers, who the Broncos brought there because they thought that he could sway Aaron Rodgers to leave Green Bay and sign with them. Did not happen, so they pivoted, and they figured out a way to get a disgruntled uh, Russell Wilson out of Seattle. But Seattle, like, Seattle Russell Wilson has been having kind of like a down. He's been trending down. He hasn't been the same Russell Wilson, the let Russ cook, give you a lot of fantasy points. Like, he hasn't been that guy in a while. So those two things, like, he's getting up there in age. And Nathaniel Hackett, their first-year head coach, calling the plays while he's on the field. They might want to switch that. They might want to switch that. And I I feel like he's a little bit in over his head. He might not have been the uh, best fit for a head coach with them. I remember right after that, Sal was on, and he was having one of his rants about how coaches are getting younger and dumber. But I got to give you a huge thank you. Remember I called yesterday. I was asking you about Amari Cooper or Metcalf, like how good a place Amari Cooper to go with him. He went over 100 yards and touched him. So I give a big thank you to you for that. I I told I, I just know from watching him play for the Cowboys and watching him play for the Raiders and watching him play at Alabama, like he needs time. And uh, him and Metcalf, if it's between him and Metcalf, he is a professional route runner. He's been in the league longer, and his rapport with Brissett you were able to see tonight. And uh, I'm glad he got you some points. That was a smart play Thursday night. You you got a, how many points did he score? If he well, went over 100 yards, yet, he, he had over 10 PPR. points. Good. Well, you're welcome, man. Just a little fantasy advice from, you know, my brain to your fantasy team. I'm glad it worked out. Hopefully I'll break the 0-2. But go Giants for Monday night, and hopefully I'll be able to get back to lead off call, be able to call more. Thank you, Keith. Have a good night. Thanks for checking in. I'm glad it worked out for you, young Josh, young Jedi. Young boys, if you're going to call up, call before one. Call before one because you guys got to get your sleep. You guys got to make sure you get your rest. I haven't been sleeping this whole week. It's crazy. It's like, so I said, I felt like I blinked and I was back at Yankee Stadium. I've just been drinking coffee and uh, energy drinks and just like pushing through. Even today, the last two days, I I just was like, man, all right, I got to get to the stadium. But the time burns on me. So <laughs> I'll leave here and I won't go to sleep till like 3, 4 in the morning. And then I'll have to get up by like 9 or 10 because there'll be emails or calls or I just have to be alert for something. So I really only am sleeping like six hours. Um, but then I need to like try and steal a nap. And depending on if I can steal a nap or not will depend on like that'll determine uh, like how I feel the rest of the night. But this is a wild time. This is a historic time. There's no time to be sleepy. There's no time to be tired. I'm pushing through it. I'll sleep uh, Saturday night. I'll sleep Sunday night, uh, we got to run through this. This is a four-game win streak. We're still waiting for Judge to hit 61. The Yankees just clinched. What's the magic number down to now? Probably like six. I got to get that information for you. I'm sure somebody listening knows Yankees' magic number. Somebody tell me. I don't know. Maybe somebody on the phone knows. 
Alex in Seagirt, New Jersey, is on the fan. You got it, bro. Hello, Keith. How are you? Matt's number is six, by the way. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was a great game today. I actually ran into you one time, June, uh, the 13 inning game against the Cubs. I don't know if you remember me. Um, the 13 inning game against- outside the stadium. Yeah, I don't know if you remember me at all. Yeah, I was with my girlfriend and everything. Yeah, if I saw you, I probably would. But I now I'm running into people all the time, and I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was a great game. I was, you know, TV was crazy. Like I, we all thought that was out. My girlfriend, <laughs> I woke her up to watch. It was freaking crazy. We were actually at the game on Tuesday and saw sixty. And oof. awesome. I missed that one. Never get over it. Will be a forever regret. <laughs> And all the people that left, I was like, what are they doing? Ugh. It's weird, right? You see people leaving, you kind of want to stop them. Like, hey, do you do you realize like what you're walking out on potentially? That's the thing about baseball. Some people are like, they don't know. They really don't know. They don't realize. Yep. Like, hey, I don't it- know he was leading off, but uh, tonight, tonight, tonight was great. Uh, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Alex. I don't know what happened there, bro. It was like, sounded like he was like uh, eating his phone. Anywho, anyway, like John says, I love John Sterling, Jonathan. Anyway, well, um, so I saw John today in the media area, and uh, <laughs> I love John Sterling so much. John walks around, he floats. And when John comes into the little like cafeteria area, I'm, of course, the first one to stand up and greet him, shake his hand. And he goes, Hey, Keith, tell me something cool. Oh, never mind. You already did that. <laughs> and I couldn't even remember. I'm like, yeah, I sent it in. I sent like I record my segment and send it in. Sometimes I do it in there. I've done it in there a couple of times. But for the most part, I, I record it at home and send it in because I got 100 things to do. And I might be stuck in traffic or I might be on a late train and not be able to do it there. But I love I love that John does the, hey, Keith, tell me something cool, like in person. And then he, he played into it. No, never mind. You, you already did that. I'm like, yeah, I think I said in my tell me something cool, baseball is amazing. In my tell me something cool, I said, like, the script writes itself. We've got the rivalry in the Bronx on the last day of summer. Red Sox, Yankees, premium series. People already had tickets for. Judge chasing history. The Yankees can clinch tonight. Xander Bogarts is here. Him and Judge are fighting for the AL batting title. Like, this is great. Little chill in the air. Make you start thinking about October. Man, this is this is the time. This is uh, if you're a baseball fan, there's no better time going into October if your team is in it and uh, you're getting excited about the prospects. And you know, for us as Yankees fans, we have a team that went through some adversity, and now it seems like they've come out through it and they've come out through it through it on the other end better. I don't I don't know exactly how to put it into words. Like they they struggled, but maybe that was necessary. And, uh, yeah, I know they're playing the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Boston Red Sox this week, but it's tune-up time. They're winning these games, and they're finding ways to hit and to steal bases and to, you know, save runs defensively and to strike guys out. And to, it's, it's great. It's good baseball. It's, it's a good time to be a fan, and there's a lot of smiling, happy Yankees fans in the Bronx, and uh, we're going to turn it up again tonight. Friday night in the boogie down Bronx. Garrett Cole toeing the slab. Garrett Cole... You're cool. Don't overthink it, bro. Go out there and dominate these guys. You've seen these guys a bunch. You don't have to pitch in Fenway. Don't mess up the Friday night party, bro. Do not mess up the vibes. Rich Hill is on the mound for them. Bob and Bayside back on the fan. How's it going? I got a few points. I hope you give me the time. The first point is three... three, uh... Three or four weeks ago, I called up the fan. I forget who I spoke to. And I said, the Yankees are going to go four deep. They're going to go Cole, uh, uh, Luis. They're going to go uh, Nestor. And then they're going to go Herman over Tyone because of experience. And I don't think Boone will go to Tyone. But the perfect man to put in the bullpen is Tyone. He throws strikes. He can give you two, three innings. uh, And... He he has good stuff. Would you agree with me about him in the bullpen? Yeah, if he's comfortable doing that. I think he has come out of the bullpen before in his career. If he's comfortable comfortable doing that, why not? Because he's not going to pitch otherwise. They're not going to go five deep 
in a He looked uh, great tonight. He was going at yeah. them tonight and uh he started the game solid. Eight strikeouts. He was surprising yeah. me. I'm like, he got eight strikeouts. By the way, who who said that uh, that uh, Aaron Judge's uh year this year is the best hitting year ever? Can I give you what Buster Babe, Buster can I, only? Can I give you what Babe Ruth did in nineteen twenty seven? You can, six, I guess. Sixty home runs. A batting average of three fifty six and one hundred and sixty five RBIs. Okay, so I don't want to hear it. That yeah, Aaron... and he was he was playing against guys that were hungover and they had side jobs and they barely cared to really. <laughs> he also was playing with it in, in the dead ball and dead bat era too. Sure, and, sure. And and his sixty home runs in all of baseball, American and National League. There were eight teams in each sixteen teams. You know what? You know who came in second in home runs in both leagues? Who? A guy who had 18 home runs. And here's a statistic that nobody knows, nobody talks about. Well, the other 15 teams, not one team as a team hit 60 home runs. So this guy was a freak in his day. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, <laughs> judges and judges a mutant X Men in his day. Judges, judges a juggernaut in his day. Thanks for the call, Bob. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, yeah. Right back at it on the fan. Keith McPherson, check it back in. How you doing? It's Friday. Already. Friday, September 23rd. The Yankees will play another game against the Red Sox. Looking to go for at least a split against them. I think we take the series from them. But a split tomorrow would be cool. Tonight, tonight, tonight. I just said it's Friday. So hard to do that, right? (laughs) I talk about that a lot. It's like the show started on Thursday night, but... It's Friday, and uh, we have people on the line, and we have some more things to talk about, some more conversation to have around the New York Yankees. Call me up with your takes and your thoughts and what you're thinking about with this team, man. I'm just thinking about October. I'm just thinking about the prospects for October. And uh, however it lines up, it lines up. There was a conversation I was having in the bleachers about, you know, this first-round buy and the two teams from each league that get the bye and how it's lining up and, you know, how people will feel. There's also going to be some feelings around the um, postseason schedule on TV, TBS and Fox Sports 1 and, you know, how they do that with the National League and American League. It's all business and it's all money. And I want to give my take and thought on Apple TV and uh, this whole situation coming up. You know, if if, if you – don't want to watch the game? Go to the game. If you don't, if you can't watch the game, go to the game. First off, um, buy a ticket, go to the game, and go see it live. Go see history live. Now, if you can't do that, if you can't afford to do that, or you live too far, or you work, or whatever, watching on Apple TV is not that difficult. Uh, actually, it's easier for more people to lay eyes on it on Apple TV than it is on cable or on Yes Network, uh, right? If if you have Yes Network on cable, you can also stream. Yes Network on the app or online, but you need a cable login to do that. You don't need a cable login to stream on Apple TV+. Plus. A couple years back, I worked at Fubo TV. I cut the cord, you know the phrase, cutting the cord. I cut the cord in 2017 when I worked at Fubo TV, and I learned in 2017, which is now five years ago, I learned about streaming and where everything was going with sports and streaming and the rights and uh, regional sports networks and the leagues and what they were going to do. And, you know, I, I, I definitely didn't even see Apple coming. I think some people at the company knew. But Fubo TV is a streaming platform that when, when I was working there, I think I was like one of the first people hired. I was one of the first hundred, hundred people hired there. I was doing social media, digital marketing stuff there. And uh, I remember hearing, you know, companies come in, not companies, Networks come in, and uh, they weren't sure about Fubo. Fubo was a streaming platform for soccer that uh, or football, Fubo, that's the name, coming to America and for people to stream like Champions League and Premier League and overseas uh, football. And then when they came here, they acquired a bunch of different networks. And I remember ESPN was a network that said that, oh, 
you know, Fubo can't be this like all encompassing sports uh, streaming thing without ESPN. Like ESPN was one of the last networks they acquired. MLB Network was one of the last they acquired, but they got them. Like they got MLB Network, they got NBA TV, they got NBA League Pass, they got Red Zone, they got NFL Network, um, and then they got a bunch of other like you know movie channels and whatever. So streaming was just the way. Um, years ago, and and it's just gonna keep going more in that direction, right? The like cable is is gonna die out. Uh, you're just gonna need internet, and you're gonna be able to stream, right? Tonight, Amazon Prime, uh, Amazon Prime is where you could watch the NFL game. You cannot turn on a channel and watch that anywhere, but that is the business of it. That is the NFL selling their product to Amazon on Thursday night. They ended up; they're the highest bidder. Uh, there's going to be more things like that. Wait till Sundays are like that with, you know, NFL ticket, right? DirecTV had NFL ticket. Um, they could go back to that. Somebody could ante up and buy that. Amazon could do that or Apple could do that. Um, with the with the Yankees and the Red Sox, it's business. It's a schedule. Nobody knew that it was going to be Judge chasing 61. Nobody knew it was going to be Judge versus Xander Bogarts for the AL batting title. Nobody knew that it would be the first place Yankees and the last place Red Sox. They just thought it was the rivalry. Maybe it'd be a fight for first place. Maybe we'd be a couple games apart. So to hear people say, oh, it's like, oh, this is terrible. MLB, this is a, it's business. This is a decision that they decided uh, or a decision that they made, something that they decided long before they knew Aaron Judge was going to go crazy this year. And as far as the call, me personally, I don't care who's on the call. I don't, I don't care who's on the call. John Sterling's going to be on the call. I don't care who has the TV call. I love Michael K. I love the Kester, but like it is what it is. I'm not sure who the crew on Apple TV is, but I'll say this: like I work at MLB Network, and they do a lot of the Apple TV Plus stuff out of MLB Network in conjunction with MLB Network. I'm friends with a lot of people that are on there. Uh, they're all good people. They're all cool people, and I think it is moving the game forward. I like the presentation on Apple TV Plus. I like the different voices and personalities. They have a lot of women involved. They have a lot of former players involved. They have a lot of just diverse people in there talking about baseball. It isn't the same, um, you know, old white guys in suits talking about baseball. No offense to any old white guys in suits, but you know what I mean. Like, that's what baseball has been for years. It is evolving. It is changing. It's good for the game. If you can't figure it out, it's not hard to figure out. I think Brian Hoke put out, like, here's how you can watch the game on Apple TV for free. On your phone, on your MacBook, book on your tablet, and not just the TV. And even if you, you don't have a smart TV, um, there's ways that you can cast it to your TV without having the app built in your TV. It's not that hard. Like, if you, if you don't know, ask somebody. If you don't know, ask someone young. Um, or just Google it. Read. Just Google it and read. I, I really have no problem with the game being on Apple TV, but I won't be watching it on TV. I'll be physically in there. And I feel like there's all these arguments about uh, it's bad for baseball or this is a disgrace. And all season people have complained about the Apple TV broadcast. Well, they're trying something new. And in trying something new, it's not going to be perfect. And, uh, you know, I'm friends with people like Chris Young and Hannah Kaiser who were traveling every week to go to different cities to do games. Now, I think this first year they tested that out, and that wasn't the best formula because, you know, baseball, even though people don't want us media members to be so regional or to be so, um, you know, I don't want to say biased, but, like, even myself, like, as I'm getting into media and in the industry, I'm a Yankees fan, and I'm a, I'm a Yankees homer, but I don't care, bro. Like, that's like that's how I got in. I'm a, am I supposed to, like, change now? Am I supposed to act like I'm a neutral fan? I'm not. But when... They have these broadcasts every week, and they're in Seattle, or they're in Kansas City, and then the next week they're in Cincinnati, and then they're in New York. There's no way you can know all of the local things, all of the nuances, and you know special things, and and uh, things that like Michael Kay is going to know about the Yankees, or you know John Sterling is going to know about the Yankees, and that's okay. It's okay. People got to get over it, man. I just feel like there's a, a lot of chatter online. I haven't really engaged in it. About, oh, Apple TV Plus, here we go. It's like, bro, these games have been happening all year. Every team in Major League Baseball has played a Friday night baseball game on Apple TV. Apple TV wanted a Friday night Yankees game late in the year. They got it. And uh, you think they're not fighting to have that? They are. You know, and they, I saw Andrew Marchand came out with an article about, like, oh, yes, trying to uh, do, like, a swap and negotiate. Like, it just is what it is. It is what it is. It's it's set up this way. Everything happens for a reason. 
And uh, I just feel like people got to get over it, man. It's it's the way of the future. It's business first off. And if, if you don't understand how to, you know, get it on your TV or if you don't like the fact that Aaron Judge is going to do this, like there's also a chance that he doesn't hit one tomorrow. The schedule is the schedule. They make the schedule um, months ahead of time and they're not going to change it now. So it is what it is. Uh, like I saw you, Yankees floating Michael K in trade push for Apple Music's or Apple's historic uh, Aaron Judge game. But like, what if what if he doesn't hit it tomorrow, and and they do this trade or like, it, I don't know. Steven Nelson, shout out to Steven Nelson too. Steven Nelson is another guy uh, who I've met at MLB Network, worked with at MLB Network. He's good, but like, I understand people were saying like, oh, these aren't our guys. These aren't our New York guys. But it's okay. It's gonna be perfectly fine. And shout out to Katie Nolan and Hunter Pence and everybody else, uh, young people in baseball and different voices in baseball that are making baseball cool again, that are pushing the game forward. Like, it's okay. It'll be all right, folks. Apple TV is perfectly fine. It's free for everyone to watch. Uh, figure it out. Ask someone for help. You can even hit me up. If, if you're, you're struggling, hit me up online, and I'll uh, figure out some way to send you a link or something. Uh, even on my Twitter, I'll go retweet uh, Brian Hoke's tweet about Step-by-step, step, how to watch the Yankees Friday night on Apple TV+. Plus. If you've actually watched, and I know most of you have, it's clean. I like the look. It's it's a clean look. The score bug, the, way, the 4K cameras, and uh, even having some younger voices call the game, I think it's good for the game. So please, everybody, stop crying about it. It's, it's going to be all right. And there is a chance that Judge does not hit 61 on Apple TV Plus tonight. So then what? We move forward. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.